0: Don't touch that dial. It's Dr. Abby Barnes with The Truth About Cats and Dogs, and you're on the air. I
1: have a cat, and he licked up and down my face, and now I got to rash. How
2: long did this tongue bath last? About three hours. Okay, this is a good time to talk about limits. You can love your pets, but just don't
0: love
3: your pets abby was the kind of woman who knew exactly what she wanted three years no sex one can survive you know this is the electronic age noelle was exactly the kind of woman you burp
2: know, you and guys think it's adorable you puke and they line up to hold your hair back
3: every man wanted <laughs>
2: Then one day, Abby got a call. Well, I'm not gonna talk to you this escapes Gave a little advice. Get down on all fours. You're going to have to approach him in a submissive position. And told a little lie.
0: I'm 5'10, blonde, hard to miss. Okay. We'll see there. Um, you have to help him. I just want you to be me when he comes in here, okay? Brian, right? Yeah, Abby. Yeah. This is my friend Madonna Donna. You sound completely different on the air. You should hear me in the shower. Ryan doesn't know it. I really like this one. You just met her. I know. but You know when you speak to someone, you just feel it. But the woman with the voice he loves. Hello? What would you say to her in a bar? You
2: don't strike me as the shy type.
0: He's probably jealous. <laughs> and the face he adores. You have to admit you're not the same person you were on the phone last night. Is more than one woman. Our turtle's sick. Can you help us out? He's got a what
2: so you have to do is grab the turtle's leg and open the butt with your finger. Do you want me to stick my finger
3: on the turtle's 20th Century Fox presents... She is all that Anabag chips. Uma Thurman.
0: He's got this small personal habit that just drives me crazy. What's that? I love you.
3: Janine Garofalo.
0: You love Abby because she's so beautiful. Yes, she is, but that's the one I love her. The truth is you would not be so enamored with Abby if she looked like... If. Uh... I love Abby. It doesn't matter what she looks like. And Ben Chaplin. Oh, where's Ivy? She's not here. I just heard her voice.
2: I know she's here. <sighs> she's
0: not here. Here. She's in the bathroom taking a bath. The truth about cats
2: and dogs. If Brian. He wants
3: to talk to you. Tell him to come back in the I don't think he can be
2: dissuaded. Tell him if he doesn't come back in have I will blow the whole thing up. You're the boss.
1: Welcome back to the show, Welcome listeners. Back.
2: Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend episode. This is a Labor Day weekend episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, being part of it with us. Everybody out there listening, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these are, are the movies, movies that made us, made us gay. gay. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Another great 90s movie to talk about. <laughs> a 90s banger. And we have a really fun guest today. Yes, indeed. Our guest plays Richie on Minx on HBO Max and is the podcast co-host of Inside the Disney Vault and Podcast Killed the Radio Star. Oscar Montoya, welcome to the Hi! show. Hi! Oscar, welcome Oh, to the please don't stand up. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Just everyone. sit and clap, everybody, guys? please. <laughs> Hi! Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. I kind of yes. threw this one on you last minute. And I love I, it. I usually sort of discuss the movie with the guest, and we pick like the kind of an option that really fits them but i just texted you you're like
1: you're doing this movie Do you
2: want to come over and watch <laughs> it and watch the truth about cats and dogs and i dogs was with fully us? on board yes good good so yeah we watched the truth about cats and dogs directed by michael lyman's second michael lyman movie that we've done okay. the guy that did heathers okay. oh. written by audrey wells released april 26th 1996. Wow. 96? Where were we in 1996? Ooh, girl. I mean, <laughs> I, was, I was in grade school at the time. <laughs> I do remember when this movie came out. And I have a specific memory renting this movie with my mom when it was probably the dead of winter Just like a snow weekend. We're going to the video store. We're renting everything because we're just going to stay at the house for a few days. And I remember renting The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Okay. And just initially loving it. Like, I loved this movie as a kid. I think that I definitely wanted to be Abby Barnes when I I was a child. I wanted, like, my own radio program. Okay, I see that. I also grew up, like, watching shows like Rosie O'Donnell. Too. So right. I always felt like oh I gosh. wanted to be like a, a host, talk show host. Yeah. So I'm. I'm almost there. Okay. I see. We can talk a little bit about. I we can talk a little bit about. We can talk a little more about that later. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. But what about you two?
2: Yeah. Where were you?
1: I saw this in the theater. Okay. Um, I saw it with some like high school girlfriends, friends that were girls. Um, not not girl, not girlfriend, <laughs> no, no, like no, no. girlfriends,
3: <laughs> friends that are girls. Yes. Were you
1: out at the time? No, not in ninety six. Hmm. Maybe in like ninety seven. Oh, so the I next year, like. the
3: next year,
1: yeah. Okay. Um, saw it in the theater. Uh, I had already. I was already very aware of Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. I already had a deep love for my girl Janine. Um, and was just like, yes, anything that she's what was." In.
3: What was your first exposure to Miss Janine Garofalo? Oh, God.
1: My first exposure was probably um, stand-up specials on uh-huh. the MTV.
2: The big HBO one.
1: Yeah. I think my phone, my watch is talking to us. <laughs> 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 um she had an HBO special, a half-hour comedy hour, and she was on uh, the MTV uh, stand-up show. I forgot what the MTV stand-up show was called, but they would show that. Uh, just thought she was really funny. Mm-hmm. She was on uh, the short-lived Ben Stiller show. That's right. On Fox, mm-hmm. which was a sketch comedy show. Um, and she was also on... Michael Moore had a television show and it was called, Oh God, no! I'm going to forget the name of the Michael Moore show, but she was kind of, a. it was kind of like a, was it was kind of like a daily show type prototype of thing type daily show, okay. but very leftist, very like, yeah. and this was on what? channel? That was, I think it was on Fox as well. Fox like network television. Yes. Whoa. This is on network okay. because much like most people my age, um, we had cable, but it was a very on and off thing. Like, uh-huh. sometimes we had cable, and sometimes we didn't have cable. And sometimes it was on sale, and sometimes... <laughs> but I do specifically remember um, Michael... It was something... Oh, God, it was something television, T- US, I'll, I'll figure it out. But she was on that, loved her from that. Um, and at this point, I mean, we had already had uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah.
2: The name of the movie is? Gattaca.
1: No. You think? <laughs> with oh, Uma. I'm sorry. Reality bites. I was yeah. I was immediately thinking about Uma, but yeah, no, no, no,
2: no, no. Reality bites. And we should also mention Jean Garofalo, like first one of the first ladies of our podcast. Our very yes. first episode. I love was Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. So mm-hmm. we That's go really... way back with Jeanie on the show. Yeah. Last spring, we did a face-off of the truth about cats and dogs versus Reality Bites. And Reality Bites, yeah. bites, bites one. Did win by a landslide. A landslide. Uh, landslide, We got a lot of love for "Truth by Cats and Dogs." A lot at the beginning. We got a lot 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 of replies that I love that movie. You should Mm -hmm, do it. mm -hmm. So we always held this movie in our back pocket. Mm -hmm. Of that, this is a movie that I used to love as a kid. Still do. I still do. I watch (laughs) this movie very regularly. Yeah. So I'm. I am glad that we
3: that we finally got to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you recall the first time you saw this movie? (laughs)
3: <laughs> um uh, yeah the first time i saw this movie was my older sister was really into this movie sure. and then that's why I, I, I there was a little bit I fought this movie when okay. the trailer came out I was I, my sister was into it and anything my older sister was into I was not Against. into it at all <laughs> okay. um, so you know she was really into Aerosmith and I was like I oh hate Aerosmith <laughs> wow. yeah uh, uh, she was into Romeo plus Juliet right. I hated no. Romeo plus oh, Juliet no. Uh, she loved Titanic. I hated Titanic. Ty- That's oh a movie gosh. I have yet to see. Wow. And did you notice the poster? I, that was the first thing I right noticed. Right and right. I was like, ooh, let's yep. just ignore this <laughs> sinking ship. Um,
2: and we have covered both
3: movies on the show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Romeo Plus Juliet and Titanic.
3: I've, I have yet seen Romeo Plus Juliet yeah. since as an adult and loved it. But the truth about Cats and Dogs is a movie that I saw as an adult. Sure. Uh, not as a child. and 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 really... Liked it. Yeah. But uh, there was a, you know, Janine Garofalo love is strong within oh, me. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. I Right. She was like every was gay it. man yeah. sort of like <laughs> she's, baghag. She's, yeah. right? I was going to say, Janine Garofalo <laughs> yeah. is that type of
2: crush when you're a little gay child of like, I'm just super into Janine Garofalo. <laughs> Absolutely. I think she's
3: cute. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a that's a pink flag. Which is if, always, if, oh, you know, absolutely, a, a huge like rainbow flag. Absolutely, if for anyone, if you have a loved one, a child that you're <laughs> questioning, like is this person gay or queer, mm-hmm. toss in a Janine Garofalo film, and you will find you will have your answer. Absolutely, because no one is no queer person is lukewarm or ambivalent about <laughs> Janine Garofalo. <laughs> you know, yeah, she's
1: she is our. Um... Asexual queen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And
2: I think she's. Her. I mean, is she? A, does she? I
1: think she's kind of like alluded
2: to it. Okay. And did she also yeah. have like a secret marriage that she kept from the public? She for like, did. I do remember for that. like decades, not mm-hmm. yeah,
1: decades, but I think she was married for a while and mm-hmm. then it just. Not happening anymore. Didn't work. And you know, never. Those things doesn't work for people. That's yeah, fine. It was one of those things where she was just like, "Nope, I'm done. I did it. Yeah, never have to get married again."
3: Honestly, icon, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. honestly, it worked. She might be onto something. <laughs> she might be onto something. <laughs> I,
1: I saw Jeannie Garofalo uh, perform stand up at the Wiltern Theater here, and probably. Two thousand one, wow, or two. I always one of the Her opening act was Zach Galifianakis. Wow, was like pre every Little unknown Zach yeah. Galifianakis. I had
2: seen him on Conan. Did and he have like, like the prop? Wasn't his big thing props? No, like no drawing or props, oh, no. That's no. Gallagher. That's Gallagher. <laughs> that's Gallagher yeah. I might be thinking <laughs> no, of his, Dimitri
3: Martin. Dimitri, oh, the, oh yeah, Demetri. He's that, got the win loser draw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he Gal- used during that time the odds. Yes, he was a big odds. Zach's thing was
1: the keyboard or the piano. Like oh, a sure. full grand piano, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, and, it, yeah. Yeah. and he played songs and the whole thing. I didn't know it was that. Really funny. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, but yeah, we love Janine. Um, Uma was hot when at I this was time. a child. I was obsessed with Uma Of course, Thurman. you were. Ooh. Like um, she's, obsessed. She's your like your like Aryan
1: icon. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, there <laughs> you was said i Icon. <laughs> there was just something You're about out. her that I mean, this would have had to have been my first big. Uma movies that I don't think I mean I definitely wasn't watching. You weren't watching
1: Pulp Fiction, pulp Fiction, at, like, or
2: Dangerous Liaisons. Years old. as a kid, and I didn't grow up on Baron Munchausen. Mm-hmm. But I just I remember guess. watching her when I was a little kid, yeah, and just thinking that she was so beautiful. And also, she we was. just watched this movie.
3: She's super fucking funny in this movie. Yeah, like she could land great, a yeah. joke. Yeah, and An she's ab- gorgeous star. And to even think like the movie she did before was Pulp shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then to do this, yeah. I mean, yeah. whiplash of Pretty genres, yeah, like polar totally. opposite, right? And she aced both of those, I thought. Yeah. And yeah. I remember cool. reading
2: when I was in in the fifth grade that she was going to be playing Poison Ivy, and I oh. was oh. so excited and for it. Like, when I found that out of that. Yeah. No, which you've from covered the truth on the about cats and dogs. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Noelle from The Truth About Cats and Dogs is going to be fucking Poison Ivy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could not wait. <laughs> so
1: I also have an older sister that uh, I talk about on the show every now and then, my older sister Amy. And I was the opposite of you. Uh. She was very influential on me. You know, uh, her and yes. her friends were into like Britpop and like, you know, obscure shit and indie movies and i mean the 90s were a big time for indie movies absolutely so like i saw you know ewan mcgregor and that like under the floorboards movie before train shallow grave yeah and like all that you know um and i remember my sister in high school and um she went to usc in college but because we lived in la she didn't live on campus because it was like an extra like million dollars. Yeah, why would you? Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she still lived at home with us. And my sister had an Entertainment Weekly subscription <gasps> like from the time I was like 14. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we mm-hmm. always had EW in the house and she's reading probably like the whatever summer movie thing or the fall movie preview and she's like, Uma Thurman's playing the most beautiful woman in the world in a movie with Ginny Garofalo. And I don't know how I feel about it. And I was like, oh. "Well, if Janine's in it, I'm in." <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, objectively speaking, let's be real here. <laughs> Uma Thurman is beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah. she's got some weird proportions. She to has her face. those. She has the. Cra- I mean,
2: Tyra talks about this on Top Model. She has the <laughs> crazy model proportions that she has. Such an angular face.
3: Angular face. Yeah. So she's big
2: ass eyes. It's
1: the thing that Tyra says. You have some. Features that are just so exaggerated that mm-hmm. look. she looks good for modeling. She And she was, you know. She was. She was a print model or a, probably a run. I don't know if she did runway, away. But um, she does have a very interesting face. And I right. know that, like, she is considered an extremely beautiful woman. But she's not, like, Maxim
3: yeah. cover right. Because here's the thing. It's, like, w- when it comes to, like, deciding what – I mean, for me – I don't know if a girl's hot. (laughs) I know I think a girl is hot, but like do straight men do straight are straight men like hottest girl in the universe, Uma Thurman. You know what I mean? Are people saying that? You know
1: straight guys about Mm -hmm. Uma Thurman, like they love Kill Bill and all that and they love pulp fiction, but straight guys have a hang up with Uma Thurman because of her height. Yep and they have a hang she's too tall, you mean she's too tall and they have this whole like oh she has big feet. Right, she big feet and big hands. And she has man hands. Yeah. Yeah. and she's not yeah. like tiny. I remember. A, I remember when yeah. like she's Star or the Inquirer Scarlet would do celebrity Johansson. flaws. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I remember Uma would always make it because of her hands. Wait, say that again. Do you remember like when Star tabloids magazine. would do like celebrity flaws? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember. Uma Thurman her was in hands it Her hands were her flaws? But her hands were her flaws. Oh, no. Uma has, has lovely like, hands. She's a fingers. model,
1: but not a hand yeah, model. not a hand model. <laughs> <laughs> She's got long fingers. And, and, like, I guess she
2: has, like, a big foot. I
3: guess, no wonder Quentin Tarantino loved her freaking IVs. There you go. Exactly. You get those, shot,
2: yeah. those shots of her trying to wiggle her toes. Oh, my yeah. God. In the pussy so, wagon.
3: Yep. Quentin, ugh, gross. But,
1: you know, my sister's reservations with this movie are... Very interesting about just kind of like the overall idea of this movie. Which I get. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Janine has since kind of distanced herself from it. This movie? Yes. Huh. Because according to Janine Garofalo, it was originally going to be a smaller independent movie. Um, And she said when Uma became attached, a studio picked it up, got a bigger budget... And turned into more of like a rom-com with a Mm -hmm. happy ending. And I guess the original intention was to be a little bit more character-driven. Okay. Less like jokey and really explore this idea of beauty, you know, and female friendships and, you know, competing for men and things like that. And she just kind of feels like it turned into a little bit more of a fluff
2: I got the piece. Uh, I got the actual quote. You got the quote? All right. Mm. Let's Ooh. It. <laughs> I think it's soft and corny, and the soundtrack makes you want to puke, and everyone's dressed in <laughs> Banana Republic clothing. The original script and the original oh, intent was very different from what it wound up when it became a studio commercial film. It was originally supposed to be a small-budget, independent film where there would be much more complexity to the characters, and Abby and the guy wouldn't end up together at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I get, but I still kind of have a soft spot. No, for this we movie. love it. It's that cool. I know that it's corny. Yeah, and they talk about Abby like she's a troll, <laughs> and it's clearly <laughs> when you're looking at Janine, like yeah, they talk about Abby mm-hmm. like she's like
1: disgusting and has like a hump on her back, and then they talk about Uma. What is her character? No- they no- never say her name, Noel. Yeah, mm-hmm. because she's Abby so much in the movie. The whole idea. And the jokes in the movie is that men are constantly, like, tripping over themselves around Noelle. And I would imagine that Uma Thurman, and especially 1996, 25-year-old Uma Thurman, Mm -hmm. is probably very striking if you see her out in public. Absolutely. You know, because she's so tall and these blue eyes and this blonde hair and all that.
3: Um but you know big f- clownish feet. Big <laughs>
1: <laughs> claws that drag
3: on the floor. <laughs> these ape like knuckles. Um
1: but you know, I feel like a lot of girls, regular girls, and like my sister was very much like, Oh, give me a break with mm. this like beautiful woman that that these men just can't handle themselves around. Um you know, and my sister and her friends were a little bit more they weren't exactly like riot girls, but you know, they were a little oh, bit more it. you know, mm-hmm. like teenage feminists in the nineties and they were just like So this
3: movie is really not their demographic. Right. My question to the both of you is who is this movie who's for? for? Yeah. Who's th- the target audience? I think
1: they were just going for I a rom-com, a kind 90s rom-com. Straight just, probably yeah.
3: realistically date straight movie. audiences date night. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. Cuz it's weird to me too because it, it I do agree with you. It is like a very sort of saccharine by the numbers mm-hmm. um rom-com, but having Janine Garofalo there yes. she is yeah. so not even in Hollywood. I mean, it makes sense that this was an in, indie movie that then became this Hollywood movie, mm-hmm. but Hollywood would have never casted her in this movie oh, because she yeah. is so unconventional, yeah. even for this character. Yeah.
2: yeah, and especially where she would have become, she would have been attached to the material to begin with, so right. she was already there exactly. before the studios could even cast the Abby role. I bet
3: you yeah. that I bet you some studio was even trying to get her out oh, of this probably. movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and trying to cast somebody else. Yeah, pretty you know? sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because she's such an alt actor to mm-hmm. me, especially at the time, 96, yes. yeah. that I was like, Janine Garopp, what is she doing in yes. a rom-com? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I yeah. was expecting it to be a little bit more sarcastic. Yeah.
1: And she's giving that Absolutely. in her performance. Absolutely. You
2: can sort that of tell like the, the script you, is... And you can also tell the lines in the script that she probably punched out. Had up. a hand in, yeah. At, yeah. Or mm-hmm. like improvised, or yeah. was just like, you know. And I think she brought in a lot
1: of kind of, um, like, Alt comedy people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, you know she she plays uh, a a Frazier like character. Like you said, I didn't think I didn't make the Frasier connection for the longest time. But oh my god, that the the <laughs> opening song is like—is this the Frazier theme? song?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Howard Shore, by the way, it's like he went from this to Lord of the Rings. Okay, I mean not oh, back to Lord back, but the he's the the the, the composer for okay. Lord of the Rings. Is
2: he yeah. done stuff with, but this just sounds Tim Burton. Yeah, this yeah. just sounds
1: so like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's eclectic. Yeah, very eclectic. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, her callers on her radio show, they yeah. are comics,
2: right? Yeah. David Cross, you know.
3: I from, didn't know that. Yeah. From okay. I was trying Arrested
1: to get
2: the girl that calls in in the last scene. That's
1: Marilyn Ricegub. Um, oh. Listeners, you may oh. know her from 24. Yes. But okay. she did a lot of... She's a comic. She started off doing stand-up. You'd know her face. She's in the Weezer video for um, El Scorcho. <laughs> she's the pizza delivery driver. <laughs> um, I love Marilyn Ricegub. I thought, I've always thought she was really funny. Bob Odenkirk is in the bookstore. Um, from... I mean, Bob Odenkirk's from Better Call Saul, but I mean, he's a...
3: Oh, he's, he's one wow. of those comic. yeah I, I mean, didn't get that.
1: He's uh, with David Cross, you know, who's Mr. Show with Bob and David. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just in the background of the bookstore. Um, okay. it's His credit is bookstore man.
3: Wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: And then I, um the B guy that we said has the 90s face... Um, that is Mitch Rouse, and he's a big comic. He was in uh, *Strangers with Candy*. He's done a bunch of Reno Nine One One episodes. No way! So wow. I think Janine just kind of—I don't know. She was able to pull in some what strings. What capacity she brought she was all these like, people in? Do you want to get a day's like yeah, like a day's paycheck? Yeah, and I yeah. think yeah. the most of the callers. One of them sounds like Robin Williams doing a bit. I'm like, is this Robin? What's going on? <laughs> is it a man or is it a woman? <laughs> is it a lady? I it yeah. It's the one with the Basset Hound. The one with like the, the,
2: the Basset hound, da- hound is David Cross. Yeah.
1: Um, hmm. But the one about getting licked in the face for three hours, I'm like, is that Robin? Is that you? Like, <laughs> I can't tell. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of comedy like... Um, but heavy what, hitters in there. That's
3: mm-hmm. what Frazier did too. Like all yes, of the colors were, were all, all mm-hmm. these Broadway mm-hmm. megastars. Yeah, yeah. And it was a little, nice little Easter egg for, for yeah, the totally. people that knew, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll, I don't think this is part of Janine's crew, but Jamie Foxx is in this movie randomly. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, mean,
3: I mean, he was a stand-up person. I mean, he was a and He yeah. would have just been yeah, coming off comic. of In Living Color, True. so yeah. it was probably
2: just one of those things that, probably his, actively honored at that his time. agent was just like, "That was we gotta get you in movies. How about yeah. Ben Chaplin's friend, maybe Slash coworker? Co-
3: we're not really sure. <laughs> we said we were watching this and we did comment on like this seems like such an unnatural matchup. Yeah. Like <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I know the focus is like, look how odd Uma Thurman and Jenny yeah, Raffalo yeah. look. But for me it was like Ben Chaplin and Jamie Fox. Yeah, in what, in what universe? Yeah, literally? the '90s weren't quite as progressive that it couldn't be a gay best friend. <laughs> no, I not guess. at all. Oh, people were not ready for that. <laughs> no, no, no. We had no, Janine no. Garofalo. You had a, know, a gay that's, person. That's no, all you can only settle for one. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, you can have a Janine. You can have a Janine Garofalo or a gay person, yeah, but not absolutely. not the both. Mm-mm. But you know what? I do have to say is that
1: Jamie's lines are. I mean, they're slightly dated, but at the time. All that, slightly all that in a bag of chips in 1986 that Absolutely. was cutting edge girl that was like Ooh, what did you just say did you hear this oh man?
3: my god did you hear this
1: man on i this did day?
3: i was like groaning a little bit because i'm like oh why are you giving the only person of color that line yeah, yeah all that in a bag of chips really yeah also like yes i appreciate that jamie fox was the poc mm-hmm. <laughs> representation in this yeah, movie yeah. otherwise i mean otherwise we got nothing besides a makeup counter yeah. A girl, who, yeah. <laughs> to me, the real star of this movie. Oh, um, my God. We'll get to her. There was no color I in this movie at all. I one of
1: the guys in the booth, he was kind of brown.
3: He looks sort of. I, I rest my case. <laughs> I rest but you're, my case. No, but right. I, yeah, you're a right. movie
1: that takes place in Los Angeles and there's two black people in, in '96. It. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! We're the Lennox ah. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. But I mean, uh, Jamie Foxx did have to say some cringy lines, but at least he didn't. He didn't have to do a damn.
3: Anywhere, I No, <laughs> that is, anywhere is anywhere. very very true. That is very very. <laughs> he true. didn't
2: have to give us a. a
1: I mean, this would exclamatory damn.
2: So I'm looking at Jamie Foxx's uh-huh. IMDB. I mean, this was his second feature movie outside of TV. Wow. And his debut movie was Toys with Robin Williams. I
3: remember that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so in interesting. Toys? Yes. That is a good
2: like pub trivia question. Right. Yeah. But maybe
1: it is Robin on the phone. Mm-hmm. It could be the Robin Jamie Fox on the phone. Connection. <laughs> Bring in every LA comic you I love toys so
3: much. Mm-hmm. you, have you know, seen Toys? That
1: neither of us have seen I've never toys. seen it. Are you yeah. kidding?
3: Okay, now that needs and to it's be an got episode Joan. of this movie. It's got Joan. It's got Joan. Because it's <laughs> yep. a gay ass movie. I know. It's, it's got Joan
1: Cusack. I mean, come on. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. great and so fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's so good. Anyway, okay. We will. We're not talking about toys. We're talking about the truth about cats and dogs. dogs.
1: Janine Garofalo's Abby Barnes. She is a Fraser-like Los Angeles-based veterinarian with a radio show on a talk radio. Obsessed terrestrial
2: radio station. (laughs) I want to live that life. (laughs) And you know, takes... Scott Scott's goals. Yeah, goals. Goals. She works in that um, that big high-rise right
3: off like Santa Monica Boulevard an ocean yes. like, like where ocean. Santa Monica terminates ocean in Boulevard. ocean yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but y'all are pretty y'all were like mouthing off like specifics <laughs> on the west I mean, coast i don't a, go there, it is a so. west
2: side set movie it's yeah. not like we're using exteriors that are like somewhere else it is all Venice all and Santa Monica in Venice, so, so
3: as okay, people yeah. that have been to the west side this, <laughs> this supposed west side yeah, i've never the mysterious, been to, yeah how Factual were the locales. I don't in this think
1: location. you can just pull up your vintage Toyota Land Cruiser on Santa Monica Boulevard and just park right in front of the high rise
2: <laughs> and then leave it there and run inside the building. I feel like that's whenever, probably fiction. The few times that I've been on Ocean Boulevard, it's always just packed with cars. Oh yeah, hmm. this this was mm-hmm. a very.
1: Um, uh, what's the Will Smith movie where there's nobody left? I am Legend. I am Legend. Very I am Legend version of Los Angeles pre Santa <laughs> Monica Pier n- before they
2: they did the big Reno of it
3: in yes. the late nineties. There was not That's a single true. ride on that pier. There was no. Uh, or maybe <laughs> it's a post apocalyptic.
1: There you go.
3: Movie. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she's like she's doing this radio show and like nothing's plugged in. She's just talking <laughs> into the void. <laughs> The calls are just voices <laughs> yeah, in our head. Then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, all the streets in, in Santa Monica and Venice are blessedly free of people, um, which is not a thing. Mm-hmm. But it does, like Scott said, um, the Venice canals, you know, the that grassy kind of park area that's right above PCH, mm-hmm. the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, all uh, that
2: I is. I think that the bar that they went central. to, I think I've seen it, it is down the street
3: from the promenade.
1: Okay. Yeah, there was a couple mm-hmm. of...
3: Uh, what did they say the name of the bar was in the movie? He just said, there's a bar. He was okay. like, there's a bar. It's on just the corner of this bar. and that. Gotcha. Yeah. But
1: you know what they did in this movie, which I appreciated. They never do in movies. When they were at the bar, he was like... The I'll specific have a Jim Beam yeah. and a Corona. Not just a beer. I was like, wow. Because oh, usually in movies, they're just like, the give me a beer. specificity. Like, okay. Oh, okay. There was some drinking in this
3: movie. There was. <laughs> That's a social lubricant. You yeah, know? yeah mm-hmm. ab- absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, is Janine's character, does she have social anxiety? We know she just, I don't know. I think they make her a little down on herself just more than like the average person.
3: Okay. So here's what I'll say about that part. Her whole, the whole crux of her character is that she is a very intelligent, well-spoken person, Mm -hmm. someone who's, who prides themselves on being very smart, very cultured. Mm -hmm. She plays the violin, right? And has what I would say vitriol towards men who think that they're all only there to, for like the, the, Aesthetic, right? Like they're, they're only into like the hot girls, right? Mm-hmm, like you could mm-hmm. be as smart and as in, intelligent, and as cultured as possible, but if you don't look like Uma Therma's character, right. like Noelle, they're not interested in you. And as a viewer, I'm like, who hurt you? <laughs> where is that history? Yeah. And I would love to know mm-hmm. where it came from, where it stems from, where right. that theory comes from. Mm-hmm. I mean, just being a single woman in L.A. in the 90s, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
3: Because, <laughs> yeah, Janine, her, her whole thing is that she's not conventionally attractive, but watching this movie now, I'm like, she was cute as hell. I know. Right. I think she's totally cute. She's, uh, you know, a, mm-hmm. she's, yeah. a, she's a sexy babe. Every
1: girl that I... S- Would talk to about this movie at the time. They're like, she's so cute. Yeah. They're like, oh, that like the photo shoot. Like she's so cute in the photo shoot. Like in that one scene, you know, adorable. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. You you know, she does have that like alt cred, and so she does. You know, she dresses a certain way on stage. Mm -hmm. She presents herself in a certain way, never in like a sexy or provocative looking way. But you know, I yeah, I think she's she's you know we all think she's pretty, but. She's she's a gal and she's entitled to. She's a woman. She's, <laughs> she's true, and I think Hollywood to, definitely
3: mm-hmm. marketed her as like the smart, yeah, sort of like eye rolly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, all I think about is like you know, uh, Romany Michelle's high school reunion. Yeah, like yeah. that is Jenny G- to me. Heather Mooney, absolutely. That is Jenny. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's her character. Yep. That's
1: that's who she. Yeah,
2: and it probably figures that I think that there's the most. Janine in any role that she's ever played or the most input that she's had with the character uh-huh. is... I mean, it's probably Heather Mooney. Of
1: Absolutely. that she was just given, like,
2: do, do whatever, whatever you
0: want.
1: want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Fast talking, but just, you know, very quick, all that. <laughs> um, and, yes, uh, you know, she she lives in this beautiful apartment building. Mm-hmm.
2: Wisteria covered. She looks like her landlord should be Ann Miller from... More from Mulholland drive. drive. Yeah. Um, and
1: she's next and she's neighbors down the hall to with Noel. Mm-hmm. And immediately when Noel <laughs> Like you we were saying, the people in this movie <laughs> look at her like she has like a second head. Like it's so crazy. Noel, I we have to talk about Noel's boyfriend slash manager Roy. Oh god. Who takes fifteen percent. Hey, he said that's normal. (laughs) (laughs) But when you, because he can't, you know, he forgets what apartment Noelle's in, you know, whatever. And he opens the door and he's like. Classic
3: movie bad boyfriend. Absolutely. Allergic to cats. I
1: think he's a little bit more, though. Borderline
2: abusive. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: He's like telling her she looks fat and like, you look ugly in this and telling her to shut up and all that. Oh, yeah. He's also
3: verbally abusive. You're her manager? Yeah, you get her work. Like she's a working model. What do you mean she's fat?
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And like she's prepping an audition, and he's like, "Shut up! I'm trying to sleep." I'm like, "This is to get a job." Don't you want (laughs)
3: your fifteen (laughs) percent? I thought the exact. (laughs) Yeah, sabotage, self sabotage.
1: Yeah, absolutely
3: destructive behavior. (laughs) But
1: um, I don't know. I think with Noel, it's like it's not just that she's. Beautiful. It's that the way Uma plays her, she plays her so like fidgety and like, Mm -hmm. she like her eyes are always like darting, you know, (laughs) around and you know, there's stuff in there about how, she doesn't eat food. She orders food and doesn't eat it. And then there's a weird scene with him, like feeding her the
3: cake, like eat the cake. And, and like, that's why she fell in love with it. <laughs> she yeah, was like, I mean, I'm I like, guess this just, just
2: a little, like I mean, I guess just eating sort of, disordery. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say just sort of
3: classic model jokes. Yes, till. and also mm-hmm. very much a product of its time. Yes. Yeah, the '90s were so toxic when it came to like weight yeah. Yeah. and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So, yeah, but I do think that she handled that role so well. I mean, yes, she's so funny in that movie. Mm -hmm. But what I love about the character of Noelle is that she never saw herself like she wasn't like this big diva this is like someone yeah. who is a working model i cannot stress this enough yeah she is a working model <laughs> she's good at what she does yeah she's in magazines yeah she's in movie. you know what i mean whatever she she's was shooting a, she in she was
1: in uh oh yeah she did she got a movie roll you, you know what i mean movie, like yeah
3: she works she's yeah. very good at what she does that but that doesn't but her career doesn't like influence her personality like yeah, she right. still seems very like down to earth mm-hmm. and as a matter of fact like not really that confident. Yeah, yeah. Which like, is Noelle would never refreshing. describe herself being beautiful.
2: Exactly. If she yeah. had to
3: describe herself as a person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me is such an interesting take on that trope. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. And also the other thing tied to that is we see. I mean, and this is like what's so surprising about a movie that came out in '96. Like it wasn't a toxic female female friendship They're right. not fighting over the man yeah yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. it could have been that movie yeah.
1: I mean there, there are moments when it gets there when you know a lot of the times Noelle is like you know he, I know he's yours I'm gonna back off you know you should go for him you should go for mm-hmm. him you should go for him and then there's that one moment where she's just like and she's very apologetic about it afterwards yeah. she f- spends the rest of the movie apologizing about like, right. Oh, fuck I shouldn't have done, you know
3: but this is she the same have- this is the same era that brought Brandy and Monica's The Boy's Mind <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you have like, you know, yeah. the dichotomy yeah. of like where we were in pop yeah. culture. Single white female was like <laughs> right? oh, one year earlier, exactly. two years earlier. Yeah. So, to me, this yeah. is something that's really, really unusual. Classic yeah, best right. friend cinema. Yeah. I'm a sucker for
2: shit like that, too. If, if it's like you have two women in a movie that are friends, yeah. like I'd love that. And
3: I think mm-hmm. it is inherently queer. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> two women that get along with each other <laughs> is so gay. Ah. Mm hmm. <laughs> to me, that's what makes this movie gay. They get it, to hold hands, walking in the mall. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> They're learning stuff from each other. Like they yeah. complete each other in a weird way. Yep. Honestly, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> a lot of their problems would be solved if this was a poly relationship. There you go. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they were they were open to if like they a just throuple got over situation it and had a three way in the apartment. That and night. that's what I thought was gonna happen <laughs> when they got all it, drunk it and stuff. It kind of hints at it. They are so they're
2: drinking and, a lot of that tequila. And the mm-hmm. 90s was the era of the of the threesome film.
1: There was the movie <laughs> Threesome covered on our show. Then yep. there was the, then there was the other one with the other Baldwin. Um uh with uh Billy Baldwin, he did a threesome movie. Three of Hearts. Three of Hearts. Yep. Three there of Hearts. Yeah. Um yeah, so the 90s was was like all
3: abuzz buzz with the, the ménage à trois. <laughs> but like that scene <laughs> where she triangle. she brings a bouquet cuz like, you know, we see um Janine mm-hmm. um, sort of like confronting this toxic yes. boyfriend slash manager yeah. and he breaks her bow and then the next day you see Uma show up at her job with a bow and flowers and a huge bouquet of flowers if that yeah. isn't a romantic <laughs> gesture <laughs> yeah. she has like her cute little monologue about Oh like, my god, shopping for violin bows it's like looking at a car yeah she's yeah. like bought the Toyota version of the bow I would fall in love I mean that's honestly great. I would yeah. be like I think I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? What are you doing after this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean it sparks up this friendship immediately mm-hmm. and I think that a character like Abby probably wouldn't consider having a friend Not at all. like
3: Noel. Yeah. And that's this. what one of the guys say when yeah. she's looking she's flipping through the newspaper and she sees that picture of yeah. Noelle and she's like oh I know this person and the guy's like no you don't no one that pretty would ever be into this ugly troll (laughs) like yourself that's also a very that's also a
2: very (laughs) LA thing is to be watching a commercial or to be looking at like a magazine and be like oh my god I know this person
1: (laughs) (laughs) they were working the door at the club the other day
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that I just saw a a friend of a friend
3: in a Domino's commercial Mm -hmm, (laughs) and you're like oh yeah Wow, it's a lot closer than, you know, what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you're in that circle, there's, you see that Domino's commercial, and you're like, I auditioned for that, and I didn't get it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so that motherfucker That's got so it. Okay, <laughs> all right. So they went blonde with the role. Oh, no. But yeah, there is something very sweet
2: of just how, like, vulnerable and just, like, nice
3: Noelle is. Cuz she means well the yeah. entire mm-hmm. time yes. that she just immediately wants to be Abby's friend. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even that part where she like has some sort of feelings for the guy. Yeah. She feels really bad you about it. You can see yes. on her face yeah, that yeah. she knows that it's wrong. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> but also it's like what would you do if you were stuck in that situation? If you were Ben um, Chaplin's ooh, pretty cute. <laughs> I don't know. I
1: was going to say I want to talk about Ben Chaplin for a minute. Yes. We, we, but we do have to talk about what would we do mm-hmm. if this Happened, and your friend that you just met that you just met was like, "You got to pretend to be me because I'm too fucking ugly." <laughs> the fact that she was so on board with
2: it from second zero, I mean, she must she have been, like sweet. Give me those heads yeah. I, it. I like to think Abby. that Noel maybe <laughs> took a few classes at the at the groundlings. Noel's <laughs> like, got some improv. She has some improv. She's yes, and she's skills. Yes, that shit.
1: Yeah, okay.
3: Fully okay. committed to the bit. Absolutely. <laughs> He, he ran in and the, the door was locked and... Ah, uh, sorry.
0: Brian, right?
3: Yeah, hi. Abby.
0: Yeah. Hi. Hi, it's lovely to meet you. You too. This is my friend, Madonna. To Donna. Hi. Hello. <laughs> you, um, you, you didn't show up yesterday. No, I'm sorry. We had this emergency thing, didn't we, Donna? Yeah, emergency. it was a situation. Feeling paleocopenia? It happens, but it's okay now. What? Nothing, sorry, it's just you sound completely different on the air. Oh, you should hear me in the shower. (laughs) Uh, Microphones, darling, they work wonders. I've heard that.
1: But yeah, I want to talk about Ben Chapman. This is the first thing I had ever seen him in. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, at the time I was I was, you know, a teenager and I was just like, who is this British man with that
3: eyebrow? That <laughs> not one a, eyebrow. Kind of sexy though. <laughs> no, I was into mm-hmm. it. I was like, all right. But also like, was that the look? It was so funny cuz like even even in beauty standards like he is British, mm-hmm. therefore hot. Um <laughs> But even that unibrow, like yeah. I thought was so unusual. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't ask him to pluck it or mm-hmm. shave it or anything, yeah. I thought was so weird think Do you think, do you think yeah. casting was like
2: we want a Hugh Grant type? And I then they brought say, in then they brought in Ben Chaplin and they're like, All right, I guess close
3: enough. I, I think say, so. Does Hugh yeah. Grant kind of no, have a that,
1: unibrow? I don't know. I feel like Hugh Grant kind of has a No, Hugh thing about, going Hugh on.
3: Grant is like perfectly plucked. Like <laughs> completely <laughs> sterile. He's like the sterile British man. Well, you watch the old movies. Go look up uh, Lair of the White Worm. Absolutely. <laughs> I love him in that. It's Maurice. the best role he's ever done. Mm-hmm.
1: Morris, yeah. Man, yeah. I haven't seen Lair of the White Worm in forever. But I love that I movie. I remember that. Wasn't that. Isn't that like an erotic thriller? Absolutely. Yeah, also, very like, gay. Also, like, yeah. cover it on your yeah. podcast, please. <laughs> yeah. I, was gonna say, I remember stumbling across it as a kid and feeling like I should not be watching this. Oh, yeah. That,
3: the, there's some...
1: Eroticism going
3: on. You know, that <laughs> movie was offered to Tilda Swinton and she read the script and was like, This is too weird for me. Wow. Tilda Swinton. Okay. I'm not familiar strange. with this movie. Okay. Are you, Scott? That, are you yeah, serious? I don't know how he, he missed it. What is it called again? Lair, Lair of the, the white, white Worm. worm. No. <laughs> oh my God, Scott. It's, it's an erotic theory. Incredible. <laughs> but
1: okay, it's got Hugh Grant, but a very young Hugh Grant. And I don't want, I don't know why I feel like he. I,
3: no, no, no! But he was like he w- didn't grow into his yeah Hugh Grantness yeah, at yeah. that time. Until this is very like yeah, yeah. scrappy Hugh Grant. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So you know,
1: so Ben Chaplin's in this. It's kind of his uh, yeah. What is he giving debut? But I don't know. To me, he was just get, like he's charming. He's unassuming. He's sexy, but not like in a mm-hmm. overtly like right. he's. The movie's set in L.A., and it's like he's not like an L.A. guy. No. He's he's British. He's foreign.
2: So he's not giving me like, Oh, that's something interesting I didn't think about. God, you know what's also wild about somebody like Ben Chaplin? I don't know if Ben Chaplin has ever played the lead in any movie. He's always part of an ensemble, usually starring across. Do you think this is his
3: biggest part?
2: Uh, I mean, he was in Murder by Numbers with Sandy Bullock, and he's like.
3: Who did he play in that movie? He's like
2: her partner. She's a. De- she's that like, was Ben Chaplin. She's like a CSI like detective. Oh, or I something. literally saw that movie a month ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's like he's the guy in that movie. <laughs>
3: okay. He's the guy.
1: Has he not aged
2: well? He's wow. a part of the. He's a part of the um
3: fifty. I mean, A-list. they have a toxic relationship yeah. in that movie, where ah. she's just like fucking him, and he's like, he's "I also- like you." And she's like, "I don't fucking care." He's also a part of like the fifty people that are in the thriller.
2: The Thin Red Line. Thin. Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, got it, got it, Interesting. Got it. I always remember also Ben Chaplin from Birthday Girl with Nicole Kidman. I've he's, never seen he that plays, you know he, plays seen. he plays the British man that orders a
3: Russian m- <laughs> mail order bride. Or bride? Oh, Played gosh. by Nicole Kidman? Yeah. <gasps> Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it as good as I hope it is? <laughs> I think it's fun. <laughs> okay. This. Yeah. Dark comedy.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well,
1: in this movie, he's, uh, he takes his shirt off.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. very does. happy to see. He get does. a lot of... Classic phone sex cinema. This... The phone, sex, phone scene. sex. We were like, we were like, <laughs> I was a little shocked. our pearls, a little scandalized yeah. by this phone sex <laughs> of them not talking. Yeah, How about
3: that? I know that was. The, I was like, <laughs> what is this phone sex? What's the point of phone
1: sex is to
2: You're sort
3: of groaning and what, what are you doing? <laughs> What's the point of this? <laughs> this is pre like pre Zoom, yeah. pre you know Skype, so
1: text pre text messaging, pre pre-text, texting, pre texting. Yeah. So all you had you was your listen. voice. Yeah.
3: So is it phone sex if you? Didn't say a word to each other, <laughs> right?
1: I don't know. And let me say this about those cordless phones in the nineties: <laughs> they would run out of battery. They and would. You'd have yeah. to put them on. They would
3: start beeping in your ear. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so how long was that session? Do you think she said? She said four hours. No, lies. The whole call. The whole call. Yeah. The session itself. Oh, sure.
1: Not four hours because they had to take a bath. They That's had to right. make that tuna sandwich with no. Uh, with no pickles. I don't, know how,
2: I don't know how I feel about the no pickles on a
3: tuna sandwich. You're pro pickles on a tuna. Very are Very pro, very
1: pro
2: mm-hmm. pickles on a tuna sandwich.
1: On my sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they had that long call on there, and their cordless phones did not beep once. Um, I have a question. Yes.
3: And this will... Google will d- <laughs> tell me the answer. Okay. Who was... People's sexiest man in 1996. Ooh, that's a okay, good so let's let's
2: all guess. Think about it. In all a right, Let, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. I am going to say 96. I think was around the time. Uh, I'm going to say Harrison Ford.
3: That is a great guess. I think that
2: like I, maybe Air Force wanted to come out, and I it's think always might be right. it's always like a PR move that they Absolutely. have a huge <laughs> movie came like coming mm-hmm. out. Like there's a reason why Paul Rudd got that last year. It's like right. the month that.
3: Ghostbusters was coming out. Right, 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 right. Didn't help at all. But um I'm going to say someone like Denzel Washington. Denzel What? Denzel's a good one. 96. Maybe that might be later, but yeah, maybe Denzel, maybe Yeah, Harrison Ford is a really good guess. Okay, wait. Who did you say? I said Denzel Washington. I said and Harrison, said Harrison Ford.
1: Ford. Well, who is it? <laughs> it is Denzel Washington. Oh!
3: My God, are know. you
1: kidding? Shut yeah. up, you liar! Denzel,
3: did I guess correctly? I guess right. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> I've never um, won anything in my life. Clooney was ninety-seven, and Brad was ninety-five. Wow, has, has Harrison ever been one? Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, he has. But, but it's weird. I have to scroll like one by one. Uh, oh, Harrison was uh, ninety-eight.
3: Okay, okay. so, we're, so it's you're s- close. That's, yeah. that's that's like Saint seven Bolt years, and seven Brad, years, seven nights. And Brad, yeah. Brad was yeah. again
1: in two thousand. He got ninety-five anti thousand.
2: Brad Pitt. Because you know the Mexican was coming out. I was just gonna say <laughs> yeah. that, that yeah. was the Mexican. Like, was the <laughs> yeah. Doing who press for the Mexican.
3: Yeah. But it's so funny to yeah, compare Denzel. someone like Denzel Washington to Ben Ben Chaplin who is supposedly our Denzel in this movie, <laughs> right? And it's yeah, it's interesting because like what was the beauty standard of a man during that time? It right. was like not rip, not like a not, big. No, yeah, it's no. It's not like you're not. It's not giving bear. It's not giving yeah. like daddy. It's not giving like big stocky Just, man. Skinny, mm-hmm. skinny, right? Skinny white guy. Skinny with some definition and very little hair. Yeah, 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 right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: he has kind of a hairy chest. Yeah, I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Which, in that way, it's a little subversive. Mm-hmm. I mean, the accent adds a lot because Absolutely. yeah, because mm-hmm. when you think of like somebody like Brad, who I mean, Brad Pitt, we.
1: Is to blame for... I mean, King Clink. King <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For our, uh, you know, male standard of beauty today. <laughs> these <laughs> bodies. But, I mean, Brad Pitt's pretty hairless. Uh, Richard Gere was here year before that. Yeah. Clooney, we never really see Clooney's body.
3: No. Has Clooney yeah. ever
1: really been shirtless in a movie? I can't even think of it. I don't want to know.
3: No, he had the. <laughs> he was the, like the daddy. Yeah, people were he was into all, the daddy. He's look. just
1: always been old. He was old. Yeah, song pepper yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. So I feel like yeah, Ben Chaplin. It's like 90s sexy guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Friends had just started. Yeah.
3: Mm. You know,
1: and I think this is going for that kind of like 20 something. Yeah. You know,
3: age group. That's true. I. He is like leaning closer. If we're doing the Friends comparison, <laughs> he leans closer to David Schwimmer. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say David Schwimmer. <laughs> really? Ross? I mean, I could I see know. probably in the height of <laughs> Friends. Oh, oh right, like maybe if the
2: studios had their way of that, all of those Friends stars were getting movies Absolutely. thrown at them.
3: I could see David Schwimmer on the list. It's so funny because he. Movie. It's so okay. I talk about this a lot because here's here's a little fun fact about sure. me. My h- biggest celebrity crush is David Schwimmer. Oh, okay. And I get roasted every time. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I though. say it. It's funny, but I think he is it's the hottest tr- man to ever an exist interesting on this choice.
0: Planet.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think that when <laughs> I was know? a kid, who of those I thought were the cutest, and I hate to say. Oh. I think I was more into Matthew Perry, which I think of that now, and I'm just like, is that Ch- Ch- Chandler? Chandler? Chandler. Oh, no, I, was always,
1: I was always Joey. <laughs> Joey. Oh wow, look at us, the three of us. We got, we got different boyfriends. Matt, Matt <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to go like the the Men of Friends, you've uh, Michael Vartan was on that. What was on for That's a couple right. episodes? Tom Selleck. Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. Yep. You've got. Um, John Favs.
3: You know who else was on there? Yep. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, Pitt. yep. One episode. I Hate Rachel Club. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean,
1: 90s standards of beauty, like, uh, male, like, who was – Jason Priestley.
3: Yeah, um, that's who I'm thinking. But also,
2: these are all men that are kind of –
3: yeah, I mean, they're all skinny. They're all skinny. Oh, yeah, Ben Chaplin's skinny as hell. Like, they weren't going to – They're not going to get a Jason Momoa Mm -hmm. to be in The Truth About Cats and (laughs) Dogs. No way, right?
1: Um, You know, probably was a factor in his casting, too. Had to be um, his height. Because Uma Thurman is like six foot tall.
3: She's tall. And Mm -hmm. so the guy... There were moments where she looked taller than he did.
1: And the guy who's playing against her, yeah, they're not going to... I think they had to be like... Gotta He's got to be at least five. How tall is Ben Chaplin? Uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, so he couldn't be taller than Uma. No, he couldn't be shorter than her by like a significant amount, because that would just—I think—that would turn guys off, like straight guys. Sure. You know.
2: <laughs> a lot of women. I love that you made that distinction. Lot, but, but that's <laughs> it. a lot of women are weird about stuff like that too. Yeah, women are weird mm. about that stuff.
1: Ben Chaplin is five foot ten, according to Siri.
3: Five foot ten. Yeah. Okay. And Uma's. This is the moment of truth. I know. Six foot even. <gasps> yeah. She's taller than he yeah. is. Two oh full inches. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: So, I mean,
3: that's that, interesting. Yeah, that's significant.
1: And I mean, and Janine in this movie, we just kept commenting the entire time. Janine is 5'1. Mm-hmm.
3: She's tiny. <laughs> yeah. She's 5'1 and looks it because she's she tiny. Is, yeah. <laughs> she's tiny and looks tinier. Anytime she's in a scene with Uma Thurman. Yeah, they (laughs) look crazy next to each other. And it's so funny.
2: (laughs) But I'm glad that they didn't give Janine, like, an Apple box to stand on. I like that that they they kept the height difference. Yeah. Yeah. This is just
3: these two women hanging out. Right. And they couldn't look more different than the other. Even the way they dress.
1: Yes. Yeah.
3: Their wardrobe, their styling is a little kooky in this movie.
1: Janine's wears like she'll wear like a cardigan and like a t-shirt, like a yeah. V-neck t-shirt and like a cardigan, and and Uma wears like like skirts, long, long skirts, like little house yes. on the prairie flowy, sort of, vibes. yeah, and she'll like have layered like a cardigan and like a camisole and like something wrapped around right. her waist and like and then the long skirt and then like a, over like a slip mm. over it or something like really kind of kooky. Little Phoebe Buffet, back to the friends. Ah, uh, you're right, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the, yeah, their their styling is funny, but I do love their scenes together. I love the scenes in the mall. So funny, you yeah. know. She gets the makeover. <laughs> you know the woman at the the woman at the clinic counter. We mm-hmm. love her.
3: That icon, is, yeah, icon. It's a great scene. Icon. <laughs> she is. I know that she's a gay man. But, I mean, yeah. let's be real. <laughs> yeah, that was a gay man.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and the other thing too is that like. I'm pretty sure that like makeup counter professionals work on commission. Right? Absolutely. So when she brought back all that stuff, yeah, she's pissed. She was pissed. She's like, okay, I just lost this, however, hundreds of dollars sale. <laughs>
3: That's why I love Abby when she was like, I thank you for making the exchange and thank you for your attitude yeah. <laughs> as well.
1: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's mad. She's mad. <laughs> she's mad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we 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 quote that scene a lot about the Free Radicals. The Free Radicals.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. The regime.
2: <laughs> From the regime.
3: Speaking of Free Radicals, can we talk about the soundtrack of this movie? Oh, oh yeah.
2: Like adult one like <laughs> what's, the, what's the adult contemporary station of LA? Well, I mean at it that used point, it was to like be one oh four point three. 104.3. 104.3. Yeah. I mean that I mean that's it's very different now. Yeah. I'm thinking of one oh three point five.
1: One oh three point five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, was that the coast? Yeah. Um. There's K Big and there's the coast. Those
2: are the those are the good sound soundtrack by like Sting. Sting <laughs> was there. <laughs> who do who do we hear in the soundtrack? So the big there's, there's needle Suzanne, drop was uh, Suzanne Vega. Suzanne Vega, which I love that. Suzanne Vega. That is a very that that is a very sexy song. <laughs>
1: Wait, Carmel.
3: when Carmel when, by Suzanne Vega? It's when Vega? Yeah. it's
1: when they're
2: um. When he's feeding her the cake, that's the cake? Yeah.
3: okay. Wow. So, all right, a big a big artist in the nineties. Yeah. This is Tom Steiner, <laughs> Suzanne Vega. Yeah. Who Blues, else do we have? Blues, Blues Traveler, Blues the song Traveler. at the bar, which mm-hmm. was everywhere at this time. Everywhere.
1: I mean, run around that song is right. is huge,
3: and we got but, that on the trailer too. Yeah. Run around. Mm-hmm. Who else do we have? I think I heard. Um, who did I say? I was like, "Is that? Oh God." Uh, let me see. So we've
1: got. Oh, there's a Dion Ferris song in there. But it's not. But it's not I Know. know. <laughs> <laughs> why is I Know having like a moment
3: right now? It's because it's a great song. It
0: and
1: really also TikTok. Is. Yeah, t- TikTok, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, yeah
3: okay. Because I was like, why are. Is... TikTok is the reason all these songs are coming back. Are just, people just That are Stranger them. Things. Yeah. yeah. People well, just
1: find that. them and they're just like, oh, listen to what I just yeah. discovered. I'm Look like, at this
3: very old song. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm like, bitch, I was watching that video on VH1
2: in yeah. <laughs> my room. Cowboy Chunkies. Uh, I like I like me some cowboy junkies. Cowboy, cowboy junkies. Yeah. There's a
1: squeeze song.
2: Squeeze.
3: There's
1: uh Blues Traveler, Robert Cray Band, Jill Sobule. Ooh. Do I, I don't
2: know Weller. why I think that boss Skaggs. Oh but,
1: um No, there's no Boss I always in think here. it's
2: the song when they go over to his apartment for the photos, but it is not oh,
1: that, that yeah. is not it. Who is that? That is um God, who is it? Is it Weller, I'm not sure what song it is, but we were. Uh, you mentioned uh, Ben Folds Five, Ben Folds yeah, Five, there's a Ben yes. Folds song in there. Joel Schell Buell, I Kissed a Girl, she I kissed, kissed a girl, a girl before f- Katy Perry did. <laughs> 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 um, Brand New Heavies, oh wow, what My did Brand God. New Heavies do? That what was their big song? I remember hmm. the hell out of them, but I can't think of like their he- heavy rhyme experience. Okay, the far set, oh. Well, classic 90s. It's a very, like, classic a coffee 90s. shop soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. like, it's just that kind of mid-tempo,
2: like, chill music. Would this be, like, an impulse purchase at, like, Sam Goody, maybe? <laughs> That's
1: mm-hmm. I wasn't that big of a soundtrack buyer.
2: Oh,
3: I was. Really? Yeah,
2: I still am. Whenever we go to
3: record stores, I usually yeah. go right to the soundtrack section. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got. Yeah, I. Th- it's, I'm a big soundtrack person. What was your, the first CD you ever bought? Oh,
1: the first CD that I ever bought. Um, I think I bought
2: two. Uh, I <sighs> I think it was Cardigan's first band on the moon. <gasps>
3: great album. Yeah,
2: great mm-hmm. album. With something with my money. Oh, yeah, I think it was yeah. first
3: band on the moon. My gosh, mm-hmm. um, definitely. Oh, my oh, that's, okay. definitely
1: one mine that I bought with my own money was Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey,
3: love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's oh, so one you, with like so you've emotions. Been gay, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. He, <laughs> we already been
3: new uh, about that one.
1: That's one with emotions and love takes time and someday. That's right. Yeah, that's the one. Wow. That and then the other one. I don't know. If, I don't know if I ever like. I think I've said this to you. And the other one was Kathy Dennis. <gasps> touch you love me, Kathy Dennis. touch me all, all that night long. long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was green. Uh, starting it over. It's a
3: great song. Yeah. I couldn't tell you another Kathy Dennis song to save oh, my life. Oh, no. yeah. There were two on that album. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> my first CD that I ever bought with my own money mm-hmm. was Jamiroquais' Traveling Without Moving. Love it. But the first CD I got that I... Forced my aunt to get me because I would never ask my parents. Was the waiting to exhale soundtrack? Oh, uh, <laughs> I
2: love I, that's one of my favorite Whitney songs. It's so yeah, good. <laughs> I think that's that's like I mean, no one usually says that, but I think that's one I, of my favorite. I have to agree yeah. with
3: you. I have to agree with you. Shoop shoop is so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sitting up in my room, Oh, not gonna cry. Listen, it it had all the jams.
1: Sitting up in my room was on the waiting to exhale soundtrack. You better believe oh. it.
3: You better believe it. Okay, that was a good one. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, that soundtrack. So that was ninety five. We gotta okay. do waiting for exhale on this show.
2: You haven't. It's been no, a. It's been a while since I've sat down and watched it. It's. It is time. Same. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's time. You're right. Yeah. It's time. Duty calls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> absolutely our gay duty calls <laughs> yes
2: um do we want to talk a little bit about sort of the classic framing device of Cyrano I think that's kind of interesting mm. something you saw a lot of this time of just sort of um uh classic literature or play I mean in this Like a modernized take. A modernized take. Mm -hmm. And this movie, it's Cyrano. And I mean, we just saw like Clueless and that sort of was its own take on Emma. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was kind of looking up.
1: I think it uh, took me a hot minute to figure out that it was like a Cyrano kind of story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some adaptations of this I was looking them up this
2: week Um, Roxanne. Roxanne. Yeah. With Daryl Hannah. Uh, Steve Martin. (laughs)
3: <laughs> this we, is some Steve Martin erasure right here
2: <laughs> with Daryl I, Hanna. I really go to Daryl Hannah. I don't know why. Um, you love blonde ladies. Whatever it takes, I think has like a whatever. A it oh, hates. we were yes. just talking about whatever it takes the other day because oh, we were talking about the
1: teen movies that no one talks about anymore. Mister Shane West, Shane West. Shane we're just talking about those wow. those
2: teen movies from the late nineties that you don't really see a lot of love for. Yeah. That Whatever it takes, just sort I do of remember that. Disappeared, mm-hmm. Just sort of disappeared into obscurity. So
1: is that the one with him and Marla Sokolov? Yeah.
2: Oh my What's goodness. the one with Cisco and Kirsten Dunst? Yes, Get over it. Exactly. Get over <laughs> it. Right after we talked and that about that, that one. And <laughs> speaking of, said, and Cisco, Kirsten speaking Kirsten of takes in the, the classics, I believe <laughs> that is a, a Midnight Summer's Dream.
3: Something like that. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I don't think it, I mean extreme? it wouldn't be like a teen version of The Tempest. I think it No, you're right. Crazy. Yeah. I think
1: it's oh Midnight God. Summer Story. What's, what's the name of that movie?
2: Get over it. Get, Get over it. There was it. also
3: um oh She's the Man, which is a take on a Shakespeare yes, story.
1: Yeah, that's um, uh, Viola. Twelfth Night.
3: Twelfth Twelfth Night. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. Wow. Damn. I was I, they were thinking were like, retreading. I yeah. was thinking I was thinking of
2: Sidney White, but Sydney, Sydney White. White. That, is, that is that is Snow White. <laughs> justice Stone for Force. Sydney White. They're both
1: uh, Amanda. Amanda right? yeah. Amanda Bynes yeah. vehicles. Oh, wow, yeah. that's oh, right. um,
2: justice oh for goodness. Amanda Bynes. The ugly truth. truth. Free the, the ugly truth, truth was like Catherine uh, Heigl. Kind of her streak of romantic comedies oh, with her yeah. and Gerard Butler. Uh-huh. And okay. of course, was there that was that S- like a Cyrano that came out earlier this year, and it did not do that
3: well. It did not. Yeah, no, no. no. I did not see it. I didn't either. I meant to, and I just never did. Yeah,
1: the trailer, I was intrigued. I wasn't. Same. I wasn't mad at it. Same. I was like, these songs are okay. I was like, is it the La La Land people? Because oh, I actually the La like La these songs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we didn't end up seeing it. And then I thought to myself, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, Peter Dinklage is very, like, um, outspoken about... You know, um, little people Mm -hmm. and their causes and things like that. You know, he had this whole thing about the Disney live-action Snow White movie, and he didn't want the title to be The Seven Dwarfs Mm. because it's incorrect. And I guess whatever, even though I thought it was called dwarfism, but that's not for me to say. Um, But the whole thing about Cyrano is that the Cyrano character, his whole thing is that he's like, Grotesque in some way Mm -hmm. And it's usually This exaggerated nose Feature Mm -hmm. That they do in movies Right But in this version C. Martin In this version It's You're grotesque You're just little Really? You don't have a long nose You're just You're just a little person And so I'm like Why was he cool with that? (laughs) Because that's what I'm assuming. I haven't seen the maybe movie. It'll,
3: maybe there's, this, there's a moment in the movie where he, he addresses that. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming the idea, because the idea classically of the Cyrano story is that the character mm-hmm. right. looks crazy. And that's why he feels like... Looks like, like Garofalo. Exactly. A cave troll. The poetry of his voice to kind of as yeah. an outlet right. for... Yeah. Right. Is it
2: Christian? I think so In the yeah, story yeah, yeah before we before you came over when we were eating dinner, we were watching the roseanne episode where oh yeah, 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 and yeah. Jackie and Jackie does community
3: That's theater right
2: and she's Roxanne,
1: yeah. Um Ooh, so
3: I mean <laughs> sitcoms also, like a bunch of Cyrano episodes. There's like oh, a oh, Cyrano yeah, episode always, yeah. in every sitcom. every sitcom. If you don't know
1: what to
2: bring to the writer's room, <laughs> you like, bring you bring <laughs> your you bring your Charles Dickens, yep, you bring, you bring, bring your the classics. classics. <laughs> if you need to like you need a Christmas episode on the fly, yeah. it's either it's a wonderful life or <laughs> right. a Christmas carol. Or a Christmas carol. <laughs> and then
1: every now and then you're gonna get throw yourself a Cyrano in there. Right. Boom. And you're good to go. Th- Emmy baby. I think we just I think we just think developed a <laughs> sitcom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just write a hit show?
0: <laughs> I think
3: wait, I just got a uh, showb- notification. We just sh- got nominated for an Emmy? <laughs> is it Showbiz? Yeah. On the line. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh it
1: took me a minute to to kind of put two and two together. I don't know why I just wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about it. Um I think
2: I remember reading about it in Roger Ebert's review.
1: Sure. Which we also watched the uh, at the movies with Siskel and Ebert, and they both really liked it.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, they they give him two thumbs up. Um, both very positive. Roger about Ebert it, yeah. goes to bat for Janine
3: of uh, He thinks he thinks that she's beautiful. Aww, yeah. well she uh, yeah. is. Yeah. Who who is watching this movie and <laughs> saying Janine Garofalo is ugly? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they couldn't even say it in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't say it. They yeah, didn't they never say, say
1: it. it. Yeah, yeah very interesting Shaking i think and they head. and i think they had to do a lot with her wardrobe and her styling right. and all of that um because yeah and 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 the big th- scene that people always point out is the you know when they do the photo shoot when they're all half of the bag on on tequila Jeez. she's got a fresh slathering of brown lipstick <laughs> <laughs> sitting in that chair i mean it was the 90s it was Earth, the 90s. Earth tones were That's all... Oh, my dark. God, yeah. <laughs> and a dark lip. Yeah, a dark brown <laughs> lip. Like G- Everyone thought they were Judy Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I don't know if there's like a time jump at the end of the movie, mm. because her hair is significantly longer in the last
2: scene. Well, I mean, maybe Noel was away on this shoot yeah. for a month and a half or so. When
1: Hank the dog, who... I love that dog. Cute, cute he's such dog! Such a
2: cute dog. I think he's like a mastiff and a great dane mix. There you go, because he doesn't—he's
1: not as b- bulky as a mastiff, but he's big like that. Yeah, he doesn't um, quite have the great dane face. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. when Hank the dog shows up with the roller skates and the paper bag, her hair is significantly longer, and I always thought she looked so much better in that scene style wise Mm. than she does throughout the rest of the movie i don't like the length of hair on her okay in the rest of the movie i feel like it's too short Mm. she needs a little bit more length and in that scene it's a little bit longer she i don't know she's just um she does have more makeup on than she does the rest of the movie too Mm -hmm. and i think it's i think they purposely made her look a little bit better in the end yeah because we she uh, otherwise She learned to love herself. That's why. Yeah, because, she learned she finally loves herself. Hollywood. You know, well, because, because Hollywood. Hollywood, and, mm-hmm. and we could, we wouldn't believe that Ben Chaplin would fall for this. <laughs> This bridge which All I'm
3: saying is Ben Chaplin is not a ten. You no, know what I mean? like, yeah. like He's like a yeah, seven makes, or an eight. He makes like more he looks,
2: sense with this character like looks, over Noel. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Exactly. He I looks was, gettable. Like he looks, looks like
1: any one of us could land up. He me. looks gettable. Well, slow down. Maybe not me,
3: but you know. But still like he doesn't look like hot. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Jamie Foxx looks hotter than Ben. Totally, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? This is so funny. But you're right. Like they look good together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uma and Ben, no, yeah, no, sorry. Also, yeah. what movies Uma <laughs> shooting? What is <laughs> what's this movie she's about? In like she's this, like, like Saint Polly girl. I was say <laughs> she's like dressed
2: as like a Swiss Miss. <laughs> like, yeah. Swiss Miss Saint Polly girl. I, like I, I, I always, don't know. But I take it that it's like a. <laughs> Is it a foreign movie? But is it a movie? <laughs>
3: it's almost like is it's it a, a commercial. It's like a commercial. Okay. But, I mean, but she that, how how long does it take to shoot a commercial? I I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, if anything, I'd like to think she was like a featured extra on sure. the movie. Yeah, where they were yeah, shooting I mean, in Switzerland, maybe, like Heidi. The movie. I was going to say <laughs> maybe <just> like,
2: <laughs> maybe they're doing like a a Fox is doing like Heidi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: She's like Townsville. She's like Townsville yeah. number one. She's Townsville number one. Yeah, number one. She's she's yeah. up there, but she's, she's, she's still a town. She doesn't have a name, you know.
1: <laughs> she's on the call
2: sheet. But
3: she's on yeah. the call. Yeah, she's like number
2: forty,
1: <laughs> but she's
2: on. <laughs> but she's on it. Uma, Uma Thurman's always one of those actresses that I always just hope the best for her because when you look at her career, it's like she's had a lot of successes, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is tainted with tainted. like tainted. tainted. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's tainted with, like, sort of the Miramax brand. You and are just right. sort of Absolutely. all of the bullshit that she probably had to put up with, like, Harvey Weinstein Absolutely. and making the yeah. Kill Bill movies. I mean, she did make there a statement was, about that. There was yeah. that, like, car crash that she was in when Wait. they were making Kill Bill. That's right. That too, they kept, yeah. like, did you see the
3: hidden the I
2: haven't watched it. I haven't I either. Yeah, I'm like, I don't
0: want to
1: see like,
2: it. Like, <laughs> she probably has seen a lot
3: of shit She has. in Hollywood. Yeah. So, I always feel like I always want the best for her. Also, mm-hmm. question for the both of you. Yeah. Where does Uma Thurman fit in the Hollywood puzzle? Right. Like, who is she? Yeah. Like, right yeah. now or?
2: Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. right now. I mean, you know what she's about to do? Mm. She's about to do that gay Prince of England movie. Gay Prince gay, of England blink, movie. Blink, blink, what? Hold on. Let me know. What are you talking up? about?
1: Yeah, it's. Uh,
2: yeah, her career is very interesting
1: because she was part of this like kind of power couple for a long time. Right. And then it almost felt like Kill Bill wasn't like a comeback for
2: her,
3: but in a way it but was. In way it, it, was. it was marketed that way.
2: And right after the Kill Bill movies like finished, she made that movie with Meryl Streep that nobody really saw or cared about Prime. And then I oh, yeah. think that was the time of her career of that All right. If there's going to be the Oscar nomination, Mm. if it's going to come, it's going to be for something like the producers, and then it just oh, you're right. She wasn't. It just didn't quite like pan out. Yeah. Um,
3: And then it's like she she had like mainstream appeal, mm -hmm. but not like she didn't break through. Right. Because they were trying to make her this like sort of mainstream a like what's that movie that rom com where she's a superhero. Super
1: ex-girlfriend. My super ex-girlfriend.
3: Yeah. yeah. And that bombed terribly, Bomb. you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like she's Hollywood, also like alt also
2: Hollywood in some way. not quite ever know what to do with her yeah. outside of like a Tarantino.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Well, Tarantino knew what to do with her, which is just stare at her she feet. Is, um, <laughs> she is filming a movie.
2: She's filming a movie right now called The Red, White, and Royal Blue. The son of the American president sparks a royal... Prince. What? So it's like hell? it's For like lifetime? a it's like a a, a gay <laughs> prince and a gay uh, son of an American president date. It work. was a big book work. Yeah. Okay,
3: mm-hmm. is this like a real story, based on a real story? No, 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 no. no, no, no okay. No. This but is it's, like, you know, remember all those movies where, like, Mandy Moore was, like, the president's daughter? Uh, you know who else was the president's daughter? Amanda,
1: Amanda Bynes. Bynes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a big run of those There
2: a was while. a huge yeah. run of those. Her dad, her dad was in, like, British Parliament or something. Who? Ah. Who was, it was Thurman? It was Colin Farrell. Oh, first. you're talking about... I'm talking about the Amanda Bynes one. What a Girl Wants. What sure.
3: a Girl Wants. A terrible title. What's the Mandy Moore movie... Chasing Liberty, Chasing, Chasing Liberty. Liberty, and, and then, then you had Katie my date with the president's daughter. <laughs> Katie Holmes, was oh, Katie one Holmes, called first, first, daughter. first, first daughter, first daughter. What they about, were all over. Like, what was that obsession? What about with Prince
1: with, and me? Wasn't that like another kind that of way to take Stiles. That? That's right, yeah. Julia Prince Styles of England did it too. goes to college in like
2: <laughs> Wisconsin or something. Yeah. I
3: think that that's the tail end of that whole phase. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. A, but that what was a girl wants and Chasing Liberty were like the epicenter. Yeah. <laughs> of that genre, oh man, my indeed. god! But I know what you mean
2: about where does Uma fit in yeah. Hollywood, right. and that's probably something
3: that she, that she's always struggled for. I with. agree. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because mm-hmm. she's not really. She seems like she seems like such a wild card when yeah. it comes to like box office success. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. don't know. She's been all over the place, you know. Yeah. She's given yeah. us big hits like the Kill Bill movies did really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how well this movie did. Do you know? I think it was a I think it did pretty well. It did well, yeah. right? So like mm-hmm. it, it's not really the genre. Mm-hmm. It's just like her as a as a star. She's not a right. bankable star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that
2: she needs to get on a I mean she's done a show for Apple. Like, she, I mean, all the Apple right. programming of just like, they make all of this content and it just disappears
3: forever into the ether. <laughs> and that, it's,
2: it's just sitting there on my yeah. Apple TV yeah. app that I will probably never, never watch. You're, You're watch like, it. oh, this yeah. was a show. Oh, um, interesting. But she needs to be on like a show for HBO, Showtime. Right. She needs to be on like, her damages of that she's like oh like she needs a high powered close like moment. like yeah. a high powered like district
3: attorney. Interesting that you yeah. went to TV. I yeah. think well, that that's she need, where, yeah. like
2: she needs to lean into TV. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was on
3: Smash. She was not.
2: I think she was on Smash. I think she got like an like an Emmy nomination for Smash,
3: S- the singing show. Yeah, that <laughs> isn't Glee. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was the one where they're like doing the Marilyn Monroe.
3: She was musical. on that. Did she yeah. sing? She did
2: a. She did a guest appearance on. On smashed. Wow!
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy moly! Is it smash or that.
2: smashed, smash,
3: smash. smash. Yeah. Okay, smashed is like you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs>
1: <something else. laughs> um. This uh, opening weekend made six point seven million. And
3: okay. Respectable. It did about thirty four worldwide. Okay.
1: So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's respectable for yeah, it's a, a rom com. Mediocre in the 90s, hit. Yeah. Or? It
3: wasn't like a big, big hit, but also like. This was supposed to be an indie movie. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the apartment building is in Hancock Park. How about that? No so way. So it wasn't all on the west oh. side. Whoa. <laughs> Hancock Park. Yeah. Wow. O'Brien's Irish pub on Main Street in Santa Monica,
2: where she spilled oh. her salsa. I mean, <laughs> Uma's movies that she followed this with, I mean, Batman and Robin... Dr. Pimela Isley, like, gay <laughs> icon. Like, just like, I yeah. mean,
3: that's just drag. That is her gayest Drag movie. icon. Yeah, right. Just, you like can just quote her that movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, my I vines can... have a crush on you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gattaca, I used to love Gattaca. Gattaca, we
2: love. I, I, I have, have not seen Gattaca. Gattaca. Yeah. Gattaca's really cool. great. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess she made the Avengers and... Maybe everything oh, was a little different until the, Avengers. the not Marvel Avengers. Was were banking a on that to be a big hit. They were, yeah. Tarantino yeah. called right. her Great. Yep. So
3: in a way, you're right. It was a bit of a comeback for her because yeah. the Avengers really tanked her. Yeah, it did for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Which is a shame because she's such a good actor. Yeah, yeah. she did that
1: uh, non musical Les Mis. Is she? Um, she, she is Fantine. Yeah, yeah. Liam. Wait,
3: non musical name is there was where? a there was a yeah. serious Les Mis that was
2: not uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, it was just or not huh. Andrew Lloyd. Webber. I meant uh, Macintosh. Um,
3: yeah, it's just the
2: it's, it's just, just is It's, it's the just the just an adaptation. Yeah. of Les Mis. Yeah, Limes. What? Who Le- else was Le- Liam Neeson,
1: movie? Jean Valjean, uh, Jeffrey Rush as Je- Jeffrey Rush as Javert, uh, Umas Fantine. Did you see it? I've never seen it. Oh, I've not seen. How it. about this one? Claire Danes as Cosette. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's wow. Uh, yeah. It. It was um. Yeah. 90, Ninety-eight. Two hours and fourteen minutes. Ooh.
3: <laughs> Just. I mean, that book is
1: <laughs> large. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot. Billy August directed it. I don't know what else he directed. I mean, you know what? Uma's, but she did
2: some like serious stuff. In do you know there. what? Sort of. Uh, Uma's contribution with fashion is with the Oscars when she was nominated for pulp fiction she showed up in a white dress from Prada and it was pretty much the moment of oh i guess all of us have to start wearing like designer, designer. labels like labels mm. now and i think that's sort of like the one that everyone always mentions of, ah, like, i see the moment that like fashion at the red carpet really like to I return. mean, it makes sense. She's yeah. she is a model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she, clo- she, she wears clothes, in clothes in a, well. Yes, she showed she up in a really beautiful white Prada dress. Wow. You know, okay. It's yeah. It is very interesting to think about Kill
1: Bill being a comeback vehicle for her. though know, it came out in what? Two thousand one, two thousand three, two thousand three. Um, but yeah, and I think right now she's getting to this point where she's you
2: know at a certain age, and yeah, maybe probably working a little more. I like yeah. to. I I think this movie coming up is going to. I, think, I, I hope think, so. I think people also, will watch like, it. here's the thing. Uma
3: Uma doesn't have to ke-
2: work all exactly. the time to be relevant. She,
3: she's got so much money already. Yeah. It's and it's like...
2: fun to see her daughter, Maya, on Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when Pete and I watch Stranger Things, there'll be moments where Maya's saying a line, and I'm just like... Her voice oh sounds like... Really? Exactly like like it is, it is exactly yeah. Uma from the time she made... Truth About Cats and Dogs. Wow. I like, I get the most the from vo- Uma when she was her. in her. It's that
1: thing where you pick up, like
2: you're calling your friend yeah. or whatever, and, yeah. you,
1: and you're, you're like, oh, hey, and they're like, it's their, it's their brother. It's, our kid, it's their kid, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: no way.
2: Yeah. Um, and Maya yeah, has just, that angular face, and she has yes. like her. Maya also has her dad's eyes. I think she's yeah. got Uma's eyes. She, um, I think it's like young Ethan. Well, I think Uma Thurman needs her like big little eyes or something. Yeah. Let's write a show. Her and Jennifer I Connelly. I mean, we just wrote
1: a hit sitcom. <laughs> we her can, and okay. we can do Would a, <laughs> she do a sitcom?
2: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I've got it. it it's going to be like for HBO, her and Jennifer Connelly, they are like neighborhood um, like housewives or Drug moms, mules. and they accidentally kill no. somebody.
3: Love that. And they have to get rid of the body. Love that. Yep. Wasn't
1: that the one with Christina Applegate, though? Oh, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Well, damn. But this one's no, no. But this one is on HBO, so there's gonna be nudity. There
1: you go. There you go. Take that Netflix. Uh, Janine Garofalo's had a very um, interesting career as far as like cinema and television.
2: And I think that she's probably intentionally rejected Mm -hmm. more mainstream roles as her career has gone on. Yeah. I
1: know she likes to, uh, I don't think she tours anymore, but I know she likes to continue to do stand-up even after her, you know, movie roles, you know, got got kind of bigger. I think she still always wanted to go back to stand-up. I love watching her on talk shows. She's just a very funny, just, Listening to her speak,
3: tell stories, talk to people, it's just funny. It's just I just love people. She's with that. really and she's like really good in this movie. Here's the thing like the the trajectory of stand up into acting mm-hmm. sometimes works. Most of the time it does not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was able to like just take her authenticity, the thing yeah. that made her special first stand up, and translate that into a film career. Yeah. That's really rare. I mean, yeah. We always talk about this whenever
2: we uh, talk about Courtney uh, Courtney Love? Cox, Cox. Oh, <laughs> that I guess that the creators of Friends, she says that she wrote Monica for Janine, with Janine Garofalo in mind when she first wrote the pilot. It would have been Friends. a very different character. Yeah, it would have been a very different character. But like, her. I guess that was like the type of girl that she was. But writing like,
3: for. I mean, in a way, that's incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you know when it comes to like being an actor and like working on the industry in the industry, it's like a dream to be right. Like we're looking for a Oscar Montoya type. Like that's when you're like, Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm a name. Yeah. you yeah. Know? I
2: mean, she, she said no to friends, which when you think about friends, like it would have never worked
3: out of Nev, just what I know
2: about Janine. Absolutely. That's just not her type she, of, you know what, what would her type of gig
3: is she, if she was on friends, she would have quit, quit after she the first quit. season yeah. yep. and then friends would have been gone. Yeah. Yep. Or they would have retooled it and it just wouldn't work. Oh, and it would have been yeah, bad. Yeah. It would have been so bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, we have we have Wet Hot American Summer that we always oh, go back gosh. to every yes. year.
2: Mm-hmm. So good, so, so good, good. <laughs> so stupid. Have you listened to that movie with the commentary? No, no. You <laughs> should you should watch it with the commentary if you have the disc lying around. Uh huh. Because Janine does this thing that's recurring that because there's so many. Comedian, like funny people in it. Mm-hmm. She introduces them in just a really random. For, role. She introduces them from what? their worst role. From worst. Like, oh, oh, that's like, amazing. This is, oh, this is, here's Paul Rudd this from Overnight Delivery. Overnight Deliveries. <laughs> Paul Rudd. <Yep. laughs> you may remember him. You know, you're like, oh my
1: god, why? Um, but yeah, she's she's great. She's I mean, what did she did she do? Twenty four. What am I thinking of? She was on Twenty Four. I Twenty four. I think, like I think that she was series. a villain on yeah. Twenty Four
3: too. I'm sorry, what? Yeah.
1: I don't know if she was a villain. I think she was kind of like a computer techie She person, was probably a
2: like. geeky person that sits in the yeah, van with like a headset. She, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Janice Gold on
1: 24... Ooh, she did a lot of... 21 episodes. Not bad. Season 7. Um, she has a, extensive IMDb. She's got a lot of stuff going on. She's
3: done a, and she does a lot of voiceover stuff, too. Oh, you know? okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I mean, I remember for... For years, the, uh, the, the uh, urban legend was that she voiced Daria. She did not. She did not. But do you know what <laughs> she did voice? Who? Uh, Jane? Not Jane. <laughs> um, Scott, am I wrong? Was she the person on the, on the recorded audio tapes on Felicity? Oh, I never watched Felicity. No oh,
3: okay. way. Okay, we need to find that out. I'm
1: pretty
2: sure it was Jeanine on that's Felicity. That's
3: wild.
1: Yeah. I wonder yeah. if
2: it's just like a weird, uncredited, it is. Yeah. It's uncredited. role that's not in her. It's IMDb.
1: uncredited. And there was no IMDb okay. at the time. So it was like, who is it? And I think it was like EW or something. What? There. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, we we stand Jeanine. We always have. She's, I tell, I if you have HBO Max listeners, look up the. Um, Half-hour comedy hour. There's Janine Garofalo. There's that Kathy Griffin. Hot hot Cup of Talk. Hot Cup of Talk with Kathy Griffin. That one with Kathy is really funny. So fun. Very early. She's like not even, hardly even talking about celebs. She doesn't quite have her her celeb gossip. Her thing, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's then, a yeah. Margaret Cho on there. Like half our comedy are on K- hey, HBO Legends Max. only, I yeah, guess. Legend- wow. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. It's on and pop in and Janine's on there and it's a really funny one. Wow. It's super nineties. Yeah. She talks about like Weezer and Starbucks. You're like, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a very specific take very. on the 90s too. It's like regionally based, Seattle Absol- based. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> but um
1: I mean and and then there's Ben Chaplin's
2: career. <laughs> I mean, we you know, that's a, what, it, but it's like Ben Chaplin still steadily works. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, he does. He, works. he was in the Cinderella live action remake in 2015. I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, is, yeah. he was in that HBO show, The Nevers. Oh, okay. Before it got canceled. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah all right. Whedon. Cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Janine was in Ratatouille. I always forget about that yep. one. Ah, oh, mystery, Men.
2: Iconic, <laughs> iconic. But when I revisit that movie, I you oh, never finish it. Hold up? <laughs> know. It it's kind of a chore to actually sit down and watch. Really, it to, f- to finish it. Yeah. Well,
3: because I remember loving Mystery yeah. Man. Oh, I, re- I remember loving Mystery Man because Kel <laughs> was in it. Kel <laughs> Thompson. Oh, that's right. He yeah, I was just like, that. I love him in Good Burger, so I must love him. Isn't his, <laughs> is his whole thing is that
2: he's like Invisible Boy or something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah uh, no one pays attention mm-hmm. to him. <laughs>
1: great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listeners, go out and find the Janine Garofalo
2: back catalog. That's right. <laughs> really funny in her one scene of The Cable Guy. Oh, oh she's, she's in The Cable Guy? In the that's cable She works way. at Medieval Times. Yeah. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: But, um, I mean, they're all great in this movie, though. Yeah. We love Shrinks we love yes. About Cats and
2: Dogs. I no mean, weak link, I don't think. A movie no, yeah. that I will gladly sit down
3: and watch this movie like... Yeah. Easy rewatch. It's fun. It's just like a light movie with enough cynicism that will make any gay person happy. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's on HBO Max right now. Again, so if you have that. Watch this, and then go and watch some half-hour comedy. It's okay. on HBO
3: Max for now. I was going to say HBO has been un- uh, unloading shit like left and right
2: uh, these past yeah. few weeks, so it's there for now. TikTok, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, yeah, so we we love this movie. It's great. It was a lot of fun. And this was a lot of fun having you on, Oscar. Yeah, oh my God, what a we treat. We to, to hang, hang out. So much. I love
2: watching the movie with yeah. the guests. And yes.
3: Thanks for coming. Yes, and so what, what, what have you yeah, been up you? Yeah, tell us what on? you've been up to. Tell me what you've been up to. Oh, you know, speaking of HBO Max, <laughs> oh. I am on a show called Minx. Uh, it is uh, an HBO original show about the first erotic magazine for women. <laughs> it takes place in 1972 and I play a photographer. It's so good. Is that why you got me to do this? Because Ben a is a photographer, and I was like, oh, I did. I absolutely, absolutely is. Yeah, I'm not a I just play one on TV. I
2: did, I did not even make that connection. Oh, I connection thought you did. I was like, oh, the clever, clever,
3: clever girl. Were you
2: in the room for the first episode of All of the Dicks? I was, I was, <laughs> Because yes. I
3: heard that they're all prosthetics except that montage. Scene. Absolutely, yes. And I was there, and I had to take Polaroids of... All 32 of them. Wow. And, you know, there was no Zoom yeah. on a Polaroid. No. So I had to be Get right up in within there. inches of people's member. Wow. Uh, and it. at first I was like, ooh, ooh, this is so weird. But after the third one, it was like, <laughs> whatever. <Yeah>. Next. <laughs> you know what? It was like so whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You know, the show really changed me in a lot of ways because it like totally made me so whatever about nudity sure. and about like men's bodies, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And listen, if you want to see dicks, you got to see Minx. Because there's a lot of that in this show. Yes, indeed. Uh, so yeah, you should watch Minx on Your HBO Max. Your chemistry with
2: Jessica Lowe, is, who plays Bambi, I is very sweet. Love I love that her. character. I love Bambi, and I also love um, the actress who plays Shelly.
3: Oh, Lennon Parham! I think she's so funny. She's, I love that character. She's incredible. Len, listen, Lennon is... She's so, like, yes, she's in, Everyone knows how incredibly talented she is, but she's so professional. Lennon has had two shows that were running. She actually gave me my very first acting, like, acting TV job on her show, Playing House, okay. Um, way back in the day, I, I can't even tell you when, when that was 2015 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, she's so professional. She knows what's up. She's so funny, kind. And Jess Lowe is like a dang treat. She's Mm. literally (laughs) so funny, the sweetest, also like perfectly weird, too. (laughs) Her and I, she's, yeah, she's like, she's the best. I love, I love everyone on the show. But like, to me, Bambi, of course, is like, that's my, that's my homie. That's like, (laughs) that's my buddy.
1: Awesome. That's so cool. Well, we, um, we love the show.
3: I am also a sucker for
2: vintage Playgirls. Like, I love all that bullshit. It's, I think it's so cool. It's so, so When you so go cool. back and look at, like, old Playgirl centerfolds, like, it's so just, like, fucking, like, punk rock. I love it. I I love love it. it. And and truly, like,
3: very feminist articles in in that magazine. Oh, they would do, like, legit interviews Yeah, in Playgirl. It's a real... Mm. People can read Playgirl magazine. You don't have to ogle the penises. But also, when I got the role, Ellen Rappaport, who's the showrunner and Mm -hmm. writer on the show, she mailed me (laughs) a bunch of Playgirl magazines. Oh, I love it. And she just was like, get ready. And I was like, okay, (laughs) do your research. Great. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, we love that show. And you have um, so good. Inside the Disney Vault. That's right, yeah. yes. Uh, it's a podcast that I have with my friends Claire Logren and Rachel Chapman. And it's a, it's a podcast where we go on a quest to watch every single Disney animated movie in chronological order. And we did that. And so we watched every Pixar movie in chronological order and we did that. And now we're on a quest to watch every single Disney Channel original movie. Wow. <laughs> order. And we're almost <laughs> done with it. We're literally like 90% done with oh, it. Oh, wow. So it's wild. The amount of yeah. Disney content I've ingested because oh, yeah. of this podcast. Oh, my gosh. How many episodes have you done already? Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> yeah no, I think like uh, maybe 106 or something. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So a lot. Cool. A lot. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, um, t- Inside the Disney Vault? Inside the Disney Vault, yes.
1: Excellent. Okay, well, check out that show, mm-hmm. listeners. Check out Oscar on, um, on Minx. Yes. On, mm-hmm. H- on HBO? On HBO
3: On HBO Max. Max. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. This was Thanks so for much having fun. having What Absolutely. a treat. We'd love to have you on again sometime, but, but until then... One oh.
3: final question. Yes. If you were
2: in Biosphere, who would you want to be? Playmates? Playmate of the year? Our Time magazines? But I time- guess it's now... Person of the year. thing you, man, it was man of the yes. year. Yes, that's 96. how dated this movie yep. was. Mm-hmm.
3: I would definitely pick Time Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Okay, I think I have to go with Playmate. <gasps> of the year. I knew it. Oh, you would no. seen the type.
1: Woman of <laughs> um, the year would always be like Janet Reno or something. I know. Right? Like, I,
0: no! I feel like no. What are you
3: talking about? Would you want about? to be like stuck in there with like Mark Zuckerberg or something? <laughs> no. Wait, who was who was the Person of the Year last year? Oh God, I don't even remember. <laughs> we don't. Oh, you're right, because I'm assuming that someone, they're all intelligent people, but they're no, not really. No,
1: they're not. Sometimes it'll be weird. People's like Donald Trump one year. That's,
3: oh, yeah. gross. Oh, man. Well. Oh, what? Who, who am I in a biosphere with? Tell me. Oh, did you look Hold it up? On. Let,
1: me, let me find it out. We'll cut this
3: together. Watch it be TikTok.
1: <laughs>
2: it's Addison Ray. No! <laughs> Is it? No. no okay. <laughs> I looked up the man. The Ukraine president. The Ukraine president? He got the reader's poll oh i mean he's pretty cute
1: <laughs> he is yeah. yeah all right work well there you go <laughs> yeah who uh, would you pick you said playmate i'm gonna go for playmates Scott's going for playmate too. i wow. don't even think they even do playmates of the year anymore they don't i, I don't think, think that's do. been
2: that has not been a thing for like a while um oh it is uh the last one is elon musk Oh,
3: no! So have have fun. fun. Get like, me no. out of here! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: thanks. Oh, man. On that note, uh, we will see you next time. We'll, uh, we hope you're back soon, but uh, it's time for those bye-bye. Bye. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Great episode. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, Truth About Cats and Dogs. It's on uh, HBO Max. If you're like us, we bought it. Yeah. <laughs> so we can watch it whenever we want. But um, yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. We love Janine. We love Uma. We're stands of both, mm-hmm. obviously, if you couldn't already tell. But um, thanks for listening, everybody. That was a lot of fun with our
2: friend Oscar. That was great. Is it time for Patreon shoutouts?
3: Patreon Pete? shoutouts, I
1: believe it is. Um, we love our patrons and we love saying hello to all of them, including Flemish Giant, Jackson, Millie, Darcy, Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew. Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Joshua, Emily, Milly, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rafino. Thank you for being Thank you so much so for much. being patrons, everybody.
2: When you sign up as a patron, uh, you get some pretty cool stuff. You get our monthly newsletter and access mm-hmm. to all of the older newsletters. Beyond the scene photos. Um, you also... If you are the top tier, you will get the Watch With Us commentaries, which are really fun.
1: Yes, indeed. They're supplemental episodes. Um, There are over 20 of them, and we record a commentary track for a bunch of really fun movies. So you can sync it up with the movie, if you own the movie, or if you can stream it. Sync up the track, and we are delivering our sparkling commentary as or the can movie just is playing. you just listen to the car, like listen in your car. You can listen to it yep. in your car or mm-hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts as a, a supplemental episode, but yeah. I think it's really fun when you sync it up with the movie and listen to it that way. It's, it's I have a pretty good idea very of satisfying a movie that,
2: that we'll do sort of as a tie-in to this later in the month as a commentary. So cool. we'll post about that. And patrons, if you
1: ever have any suggestions or anything that you want to hear as a commentary, let us know. Yeah. You just let us right on the Patreon app, or you can email us or hit us up on any of our socials. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll give out our socials in a minute. We are on all of them, but we would also love it if you would rate and review the show. Give us five stars, please. We would love to hear it. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. And if you want to write us a review, please do that. We will read uh, the Mm -hmm. reviews on the episode, and um, you can uh, listen to us reading your words. So uh, we love it when that happens. We love all of the reviews and five-star ratings. It's so great. Thank you so much. Follow us on socials. We are on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Movies That Made Us Gay, on, on Twitter at... MTMUGpod. Yes, indeed. You can follow us on all those. Uh, you can follow our personals if you want. My name's Pete. I'm at Peter Lasagna on Instagram and Twitter.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm Scott at Scott Youngballer on Instagram, and follow my letterbox.
1: Yes, indeed. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. This was a great show. We'll be back next week with another hot, piping, steaming, fresh, sparkling episode. Until then, bye. Bye.